24 Cross Media. It's okay to want you shine, but once you step across that line, no matter where you hide, I'm coming after you. Shake down, break down, take down, everybody wants you to the crowd tonight. And we are back. G-Mac and Winnie coming at you with another edition of the Outlaw Blitz interview podcast. Big fella, let's get dangerous. Yeah, we're going to get dangerous. Uh, we've got some guests in the studio today. Longtime friend of the show, uh, teacher Colleen Bucci. Welcome. And we have the founder of and COO of Monolith Energy, Mr. Steve Irby. How are you? Good morning. Thanks for having me on this Our pleasure. beautiful day. So. Yeah, um... Gorgeous, beautiful day out there. Sun is shining. Uh, it is. <laughs> that's, wait, it's not too hot. No, it's not too hot, but the sun shining is a key moment for this interview. Yes, and the song you came in with. Yeah. Um, so to give a little background, uh, Steve Irby, Monolith Solar, correct? Correct. Um, so when I did research, basically you started a company – because you had a disagreement with the power company out of your garage, right? Yes. You're um, working, and there was a problem with the power company, and you started your own company out of your garage. Correct. Uh, you know, got into a big fight with National Grid out in Syracuse, and anyone who's ever called the utility knows what, how frustrating that can be. It's just like you, you want to hang up, you want to yell, you want to get in your train and go get her. You know, there's so many <laughs> thoughts. Um, and... Jay Leno happened to be on TV right after I had this argument and he was building windmills on his garage and I'm like, that's it. I'm going to get her. I'm going to take away the power. Uh, that evolved into geothermal energy and then ultimately solar uh, photovoltaics. So, so what, what's the process there? Now, did you have a background in engineering or anything of that nature? No, uh, I was an engineer for the railroad. Okay. So, uh, choo-choo, running down the line. <laughs> and, uh, I pretty much operated from Albany to Montreal, Rutland, Vermont, uh, Boston, uh, Niagara Falls, and New York City. Okay. So. Now, I read um, Veteran, right? Yes. You're, you're a disabled veteran of the United vet. States. Yep. Disabled vet. Um, what branch? Army. All right, my man. I'm an army yeah. guy. There yeah. we go. Hoo ah. All right. Um, yeah. So you didn't have you weren't an engineer in the military or anything like that. No. Uh, you know, it's a funny story. When I got out of the military, because I went in so young, I had a, a license for I think it was an Abrams tank. And when I took it to motor vehicle, the girl says, "Oh, you have a tractor trailer license?" And I'm like, "Oh, I do." Yeah, sure. And yep. uh, so. <laughs> You know, at 18 years old, I had a full-fledged tractor-trailer license, and uh, I think it was might have been 20. And I worked for Pepsi-Cola at the time, filling shelves. Yep. And this old guy comes up to me at like 4 in the morning. He goes, the guy in the back's getting sick, and I see you have a tractor-trailer license. I need you to take that tractor home. And uh, nervously, I climb into this rig, having never drove a tractor-trailer <laughs> in my life. I drove probably 45 minutes in second gear. I couldn't figure, <laughs> I couldn't figure out how to switch the gear. I pulled it back into the Pepsi plant. You could smell clutch for miles. Oh, and, boy. And, uh, so, so then how do you go from that, right? You go from you're, you're doing that, and then you get upset, and you see you just see it on the, you see it on the TV, right? You right. see Jay Leno's got a windmill on his garage, right? So how do you become like, hey, I'm going to 
get into solar? Sure. Did you just research it on your own? Like, what was, uh, what was the process? You know, a little bit of searching, uh, internet searching, and Hudson Valley Community College has an awesome program. Uh, so does Columbia Green right down here, which uh, Columbia Green is uh, powered by all my solar panels on the roof. They don't oh, tell, wow. They don't tell anybody, but it's, <laughs> it's up there. Um, but Hudson Valley had an awesome program to get certified in solar at the time, so uh, we... The mission was just put it on my house so that I could get even with this girl in Syracuse who I was still PO'd at. Um, But once I put it up on the house, I got a call from Union College in Schenectady. And they said, uh, you know, I'm like, why are you calling me? And they said, well, you're one of like five people approved and you're the only one who called back. Uh, Wow. So I built a solar thermal system on top of their new science building. Um, and it was a little bit out of our expertise, but we brought in the experts. It was solar hot water from the roof. Uh, and we focus solely on electricity. So, but it's cool that we're on the science building and in the back, if, if you go to union, uh, they have this beautiful building in the middle. So the pictures look like I'm in the middle East somewhere, but (laughs) I'm in Schenectady. so. So what, what exactly made you go from, Hey, I'm doing it for myself. To now I'm doing it for others. Like, were you just that fed up? Like, why don't I do it for everybody else? Sure. Like, I, we're I'm getting I'm getting robbed here, or quote unquote robbed. Like, they're they're charging me way too much. Everybody should have you know right. the chance so, at lesser cost. Just the um, the amount of interest at the time, and no mm-hmm. one had sold. Now, what year was that? I'm sorry, that was uh, 2008. Okay, and I got to give credit to the former mayor of Rensselaer because I just on a fluke walked in, never thought I would get in to see the mayor. Um, went in, told him my idea was to build a solar farm and give the city 30 percent of the production. Basically, that's how it works. Uh, it cuts their national grid. So. He loved the idea, and you know he didn't even know he didn't have the power to do it. He signed a, he signed a contract with me before I left, and right. you know, so I went home and I'm like, "Wow, we just signed a contract." So I went to the village of Skodak and said, "Hey, the mayor of Rensselaer signed with us," and she's like, "That son of a bitch ain't gonna beat me. Give me a contract." <laughs> and, uh, so we had two contracts right off the bat. Um, we started hiring people, and it just uh, snowballed. Wow! Right. So so now you. You're you're creating jobs. Mm-hmm. You're basically making the cost of municipalities at this just at this time, Correct. right? Uh, lowered by a third. Correct. You're, you're giving them basically a third. It's cheaper for them to get their electricity or whatever. Correct. So now that seems like something people would want to buy into. Now, um, I read that school systems started getting involved, right? Because you said like the colleges have done it also. Correct. And we were, um, we were the only solar company that employed full-time teachers um, because we sent them to the schools. And, you know, this helped us as well as the education program because we used to get calls saying, you know, if you don't come put solar on, my kid's never going to shut up. And uh, <laughs> so he's like, come on over and at least tell me what it would be. So it worked for us, but it also gets their minds going. You know, right. like kindergartners were putting together little stick men that were powered by little mini solar panels and... Okay, so you're actually going into the schools and doing like educational things for kids to learn. Right. Oh, so that's even more. So, so in twelfth grade they built uh, go karts, all electric powered. But this was uh, prior to Elon and him. uh, Prior prior to Tesla, yeah. So uh, the kids were building these things, and I had no idea how fast they would be. So 
I, you know, had to get on and didn't wear a helmet like I should have and mm-hmm. hit that gas pedal. And my head went flying into the frame, <laughs> there, which that's exactly what the kids did. They all laughed. But the acceleration and these kids had a blast with it. So, you know, we want to encourage that because, you know, it's the only way we can progress. Okay. To encourage I think kids. what shouldn't go unnoticed is a lot of this is trial by fire. You're learning as you go. 100%. And teaching along the way. 100%. So that, that's amazing. It's priceless. Yep. Yeah. I, I didn't him while I was still teaching but had I I mean it's what he was doing is absolutely priceless yeah definitely education system well that that's I'm sorry I was taking a drink there but but (laughs) that's 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 the thing right so not only are you you know giving this great opportunity you're teaching kids that are their future like they like it hey I want to get into that which is a a resource like the the sun's there right right until unless we get like a ice age that's a it's it's Correct. a renewable energy every it's going to be there every day and it's for very the most measurable part. and it's right. a huge yeah. part of New York State curriculum. I mean, you get into high school and the Regents exam. I mean, it's huge. You can't graduate high school without the biology and, you know, Regents. I believe and so much in this part. that you know I'm I'm a firm believer that ghettos are created. They're not natural. Um, so we had a bunch of kids coming through the Glenmont Job Corps. Mm-hmm. And I had 15 come through, uh, four I offered to move, five I offered jobs to, but they would have had to cover the cost. Uh, and one I fired for taking my sister's pocketbook. But out of 15, I feel like those were great results, and these kids were amazing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Glenmont would drive them there, put them to work, um, pick them up at night. And, you know, it was rewarding for these guys because somebody trusts them. So. So right. we actually started a new headquarters that was going to be over on Vista Park um, that was going to be mass production. We were copying the Henry Ford model. You know, what color black solar panel would you like? But a lot of times it's just about opportunity. Interesting, interestingly, they're growing weed in that building. It was one of the first New York State approved <laughs> buildings. So, the next biggest industry. Right, so <laughs> yeah. I feel like I designed a good building because yeah. they want to use it. And, Absolutely. Uh, and it is pre-approved for solar. If they are out there listening, they can easily grow their weed with the solar, panel. solar panels. So. Yeah. Oh, nice. All right. So you, you start, you know, you start out of your garage, you get a couple contracts. Now things start going and you're, and you're getting into schools and you're getting right. people in, invested. Now, what's the next step? How do you, how do you step from there to getting a little bit bigger or more sure. statewide? So, you know, New York state challenge does. Unfortunately, we built a system in New York state under the current NYSERDA leadership where we incentivize conglomerates like Elon Musk and, you know, the big companies who are external to New York, unfortunately, uh, we incentivize them. So we had a unique niche. We were going in and building solar gardens instead of solar farms. Um, so our systems usually took up three to five acres, and we could build them fast. And I think this is one of the reasons they felt compelled to stop us. We were at a point where we were going to be producing a million watts a week, um, every week. And so it was mass production, and, and that was the goal, so that we could make it affordable to all of New Yorkers. Because we collected, give or take, $110 million and federal and state incentives to build these solar farms. Right. Um, and, you know, that barely covered the cost, I'll be honest with you, uh, if it covered the cost. But we bootstrapped everything up until the point where we educated the bank enough to start financing these. Okay. So, you know, in a world of monopolies, 
it's it, that yeah. this is where now you become you oh, go from you, you you come from where you're you're just at the bottom of the card to now you're a contender uh, yeah, we were taking away right. weekly money, and I never saw it that way because, you know, I was too focused on how do we get the utility to approve these. That was my current war. Um, so I never thought to watch my back from my own bank. Right, you know? right. Um, so then you're building, right, so whatever, right, 2008, now you're 2009, 2010, now you just keep getting bigger, and now you're expanding from where, like, Rensselaer area, and now you're going out, like, towards Buffalo? Correct. Uh, and, we built all the way from coast to coast, uh, our, and we did something unique compared to what the other solar guys are doing. They're going around New York State and renting the land uh, and building a solar farm, and they're supplying power for 20 years, which most people have gotten a mailer from National Grid on how they mm -hmm. can do this. Um, and uh, we bought the land. So we're investing in the communities. And for me, it was an eye-opener. You know, We're building in Orange, New York, which uh, if anybody knows, that's where the famous Speedway is. Yeah. And uh, amazing. But, you know, plywood is the new siding in Orange. And we have these communities that are economically depressed. So we came in, we bought the land, um, and their only request was that we get them a flagpole for the firehouse. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. That was it. And you know, we happily would do anything like that. Um, now, now, speaking of, you just touched on something that I had in my notes, firehouse. Yes. You weren't only... You weren't only supporting, you know, like firehouses, police, municipalities, but you were teaching the firemen how to put out fires or you're educating them on how to, you know, um, train to deal with these issues that may yeah. arise from solar. Like that could arise from anything. Yeah, it was, um, that was such a great program. And I have to give NYSER to credit. They actually mandated it. Uh, we were the only ones who followed the mandate because we thought, oh, well, they mandated this. They're going to check up. Uh, we were the only company in New York State training firehouses, and we had three people who would go out and, you know, basically firemen aren't going to vent a roof nowadays because that's where firemen die. Um, we would teach them how to make sure they could vent the place. 99% um, of the time, they would call us whenever they responded to a fire with solar on the roof. Uh, only one time over the course of 12 years was it the solar panels. And it wasn't really the solar panels. It was the owner had went up and moved the wires, and he didn't do it right. Um, so I can tell people they're very safe, but that's what we taught the firehouses, and they became our like our number one customer. If you you know could fly at a hundred feet across Albany, you'll see that most firehouses in Albany, Rensselaer, Buffalo, uh, are covered in solar panels. Yeah, they're hidden well, but they're they're up right. There. So. Go ahead. I just want to backtrack on, on something you had said momentarily a couple minutes ago was that that evil word monopoly mm -hmm. for people that don't real maybe not they don't realize each area in the state is basically offered power through one major company correct and there's three I believe or four in New York State not counting the island okay and so you're looking at like like Con, Con Ed Con Ed Central, Central Hudson, Hudson National Grid National Grid Niagara Mohawk and Niagara well Niagara Mohawk is National Grid. is National Grid they okay. evolved. Um, yeah, so there's, like you said, there's four companies, and I can't think of any of them that are American. So when you get a hot shot, they're, they're, so when we pay, yeah, we pay our electric bill, every single penny is leaving this country. Right. Yeah. 
So where where it's starting to get to me, like, so I'm seeing I'm seeing how this is going, right? You start small, you get a local government, you're getting some schools, you're teaching firemen, you're te- teaching kids, you're teaching kids, you're teaching. Now you're getting firemen, you're getting police, you're getting you're helping you're helping communities. Now what? Like this? Like I'm looking sure. at it, I'm going. This is a great thing. Don't but forget, he funded. Don't forget, he paid for the boys and girls club also. Right, like, and and we'll and we'll get sure. and we'll get that. So um, in 2018, I had hired my replacement, who was the president of Siena College. Um, I was going into this endeavor with the school training, mm-hmm. um, and I called it Solar 101. We were going to train prisoners to install solar at the prison. Um, so we had you know all these connections that we were trying to incorporate this training program because, like I said in the beginning, I'm a firm believer if you give someone a quality training – they're going to produce right. and uh, stop being a drain on society. So we invested in New York State. We were investing in the education. Um, but on December, just about Labor Day, uh, my CEO had hired a CFO, uh, and I'll just call him Ron. Um, Ron, within two weeks of being with the company, was a whistleblower, um, and he claimed fiduciary responsibility. Now, we had an entire accounting team, plus we had Teal Becker as outside accountants. So I'll be honest, I was in control of building things. But mm-hmm. when someone accuses you, you got to take it legit. And, right. Um, so they sent a uh, uh, forensic auditor a forensic auditor from Philly, I believe he was from. And this came in from the bank. And you know, we had to pay him. I thought this was interesting later. Uh, they sent us a bill. But... And within four days, he came to us and said the whistleblower was uh, intentional, malicious, and had no accounting basis. Uh, And he had claimed that besides some misspellings, we had an incredible business here, and KeyBank needed to fund those projects. So we had went ahead. We had a purchase order from KeyBank for $13 million worth of projects. So this was like rinse and repeat. We had done this a hundred times. So we ran off to Buffalo and we built these projects. And you know, if people look on my Facebook, they'll see I was on the roof with the forty guys. You know, right. we were building. Um, so we completed those projects. They were due to be funded on that Friday, uh, which would have paid off the KeyBank construction loan. But because of this whistleblower, they said they didn't want to buy the projects now. Um, and they pulled back on $13 million. So they left us with the debt. And right. then on the other end of the road, they said we weren't paying our bills. And we're like, hold it. You canceled all the funding. Now we have to go to market with these products, and we'll sell them, and we'll pay you. Uh, they refused, um, and they had us paying a consultant twenty five k a week, which is still going on to this day. Three years later, he's collected, give or take, two point five. Um, somewhere in that neighborhood. Wow. And uh, and he claims on audio tapes that the company makes no money. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious how he's paying himself. Uh, you know, that's all we're asking for is data. Yeah. Well, because they won't release the Morris Anderson, the company you just mentioned that came in, they won't release that document. Correct. Uh, they claim there's no documentation to show that we were cleared of the whistleblower. It was just a verbal clearing. Right. And again, to reiterate, this wasn't something that took months or years and you 
were finally found that you were innocent of any wrongdoing. This was four days. It was apparent right. that there was no wrongdoing. Right. So, right. like, I'm trying to catch people up if, you know, you start a company, you're expanding. Now, obviously, you get to a certain point, you get so much incentives and state whatever funding or however, and then now you get to a point where you had to start taking loans. Um, no. So the way the solar industry is built, it's built on ITC, federal tax credits, mm-hmm. and uh, incentives. So when a bank comes in and buys the product from you, uh, typically, let's say $2 a watt. If you build a 600 kW system, they buy it for $1.2 million. That pretty much covers your cost of installing. Now you lease it back from the bank for five years. Okay. At the end of five years, there's a partnership flip where they flip the product back to the company. The neat thing is it's like an apartment building. The system is making its own revenue, very predictable revenue. They're monitored. Uh, a daily day should be in the shape of a bell curve, but we can accurately predict within 1% or 2% what the production is based on you know, uh, former weather forecast. So um, – I forgot where I was there. So no, no, no. You were you were just saying like how how it works. So they 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 you supply it right. They give you the money. You build it. Okay, it goes yes. back to them now. And then at the end of the five years, it comes back to you. Correct. So immediately from that one point two million they gave you, they're getting back thirty percent in federal tax credit and twenty percent in depreciation. So for every dollar they loan me, they on day one got fifty cents back. Uh, from the government, um, which, you know, I believe is part of the reason why we're three years into this and we have never spent one day in court, not one second in court. Okay, and, so that that's probably maybe the confusing part of the story so far. How did we go from you're building things for the bank to the bank pretty much took took the company, right? Took it over. They took right. it over from the day there was an accus- accusation. Right, so one person comes in. They make an accusation, and then all of a yeah. sudden, the bank's like, "Yeah, right. you owe X amount of now. We're not, we're not backing you anymore. You owe right. X amount of dollars, and now we're gonna." They start acquiring, but well, you know, your people that's kind of. It's more convoluted. They were talking to my employees, um, but the bank also because they purchased, I believe it was First Niagara. I'm not sure they purchased a, a smaller bank. bank. Yes. Okay. Uh, that was in trouble because of some of the banking things that occurred in the last few years. So they needed help. Uh, so KeyBank bought them, um, but they also inherited the contract that I had signed with the smaller bank. Okay. Um, so they owed us, give or take, uh, it was somewhere in the neighborhood of $12 million over the course of 20 years. Um, so immediately the day that we had a whistleblower, they stopped paying their electricity bills, um, which continue to drive down our revenue right and you know which i said these systems pay for themselves but not if the customers don't pay you and right don't forget yeah. the whistleblower was there for less than like right yeah he was so, literally so with us two yeah. weeks so, and right so does just just you know whether i watched a lot of movies or i'm just inquisitive right. does that not seem like a plant like yeah. somebody planted yeah. somebody i didn't want to say it well, you know, if anyone—I mean, Googles, it feels like it's it. way too convenient. Yeah. yeah, and if anyone Google's this case, a company came forward that's a recruiting company for CFOs, very mm-hmm. reputable company, and you know they get hired by big companies here. 
uh, they came forward voluntarily and wrote a statement to the court that this employee had done this before. And, oh, uh, so this is his, this this is his, his MO. MO. This is what right. he does. And it was almost like somebody had put him there. Yeah. Uh, right. Because like, everyone knew we were looking for a CFO. We needed someone to count the pennies that were being generated by these solar farms. Right. And we needed accurate reports because we got audited about every six months by the National Renewable Energies Laboratory in Colorado. Uh, we had to supply documents of where we were spending these federal dollars. Um, so there know, was course. no fraud happening. You've been, you've been audited. Correct. We regularly. were audited regularly. Right. So you, you're audited regularly. You get a whistleblower. Yep. Comes in miraculously in like two weeks. He, he's a whistleblower. A forensic uh, accountant comes in, does a does a phenomenal job, says absolutely not. This is false. But However, suddenly the reports disappear. Correct. And they won't supply them to this day. Even the federal judge, I requested it, and he ignored me. He doesn't respond to most anything I submit. Okay, so now now my question goes from here. What what court, what court, you know, like a local court, a county court, a state court, what court does this entire thing start at? They started it on Christmas Eve at the federal level. And why we're on Judge 4, I don't know. Immediately start at the federal level. Correct. But three, a three state years. issue, but at a federal level. 100%. And, uh-huh. you know, one, Is that because of the bank? Because it's a federal bank? You know, I'm not sure. Um, you know, KeyBank uh, said because, you know, they claimed some BS, basically. My partner was living in Schenectady, but he had a Jersey address. So they said that, you know, because there was two partners in different states that they're taking it federal. Instead of in the state level, Very which I right. think is interesting because on the state level, I don't know if any one of your listeners live in Nanuet, New York, but um, we built a huge solar farm there for the Department of Transportation and the receiver never turned it on. So someone just took it down. It was a 600,000 watt system that was in the circle of Nanuet. So when you exited, you had to go around it uh, to get off the exit. So it was... Very profound, um, but someone just took it down. That just shows you that they're looking to run this into the ground. They had to cancel the future contracts, and the only way to do that was to drive the company. Right. right. So you you basically, I mean, we, we've been talking about Buffalo, but you were from the Tappan Zee Bridge the entire state up, right? Correct. Uh, Nanuet to all the way to um, Lake Champlain. And Nanuet is literally... What six miles from the tap? If yeah. if that yeah. right, so you're really on the border of New York City, all the way to Buffalo for the rest of the state. Correct. Finger Lakes. We uh, we had 150 guys when these guys initiated this act, and just to show you how much desire there is for this, I went on one of your competitors on New Year's New Year's Day. Uh, or the day after New Year's, and I announced these job opportunities, we had 6,000 applicants for like 20 jobs. And it was so bad that we sent every employee home with a stack of 50 uh, <laughs> resumes, and we were like, mark them red, yellow, green. Green right. gets the first interview and you know, right. on down the line. But we had so many awesome candidates, and some of them were driving like two hours. Some were coming from Kenesota, uh, they were coming from southern part of New York here just because there were no solar companies hiring. Right. Um, and we were growing at, you know, astronomical now, level. So 
now I see solar popping up. Like there's solar fields and Saugerties all over the place. Now how are now how are those companies operating when they're you know what I mean? Like Sure. So you probably most everybody's gotten a notice in their electric bill saying go solar. Um, so like I was saying earlier, all of these companies are international. Um, or they're, you know, South uh, Korea or, you know, somewhere where are, do you think they're linked in with the main quote unquote monopoly companies? Um, they're definitely big, but I don't think they want to stop solar. Um, you know, and the smart ones are actually getting into it. The number one investor and, you know, Google me on this, I might be wrong, is Florida Power and Light, um, which is, you know, diversified because at one point, you know, we didn't want the Sunshine State to become the solar state. So solar was just about outlawed in Florida. Um, but since Florida Power and Light was acquired by NextEra, and NextEra being a solar company, um, right now solar is a uh, is very popular well, in Florida. Well, it's going to get more and more popular. Looking at the condition of this country and every, right. all of the everything well, that's happening. Yeah, I, I haven't paid a national grid bill in twelve years. Right, that's outstanding. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it, but in, in essence, that's probably why. It's telling also. Monopoly <laughs> right. is, the monopolies are saying, He's listen, you are absolutely cutting into our pockets and God. we can't have this. Right. And rather you, than take, rather than trying to form a, a partnership and work with, right. they'd rather eliminate. Now, was right. there ever a bra- olive branch sent out to you? Like, hey, work with us on this? Or No, you know, and I thought there would be because most of these things, including the day, you know, I was informed of this by the CFO, are all on recordings. Um, so I recorded just about everything because we had a, a GoPro in the boardroom. And, right. Um, so, you know, we have so much stuff that you could play here that just shows the unbelievable level Obvious that they're willing to go nice. to. You know, and yeah. we had brought investors to the table who, you know, saw that this was a, you know, for lack of a better word, you know, uh, it was a money producing machine. Our problem was we kept returning that money to the community and investing in new solar projects. Right. And so we spent all the money that we were taking in, but we were building a company where people could retire from. Well, it's, it's almost how it's almost yeah. how dare you line how dare you not line your own pockets and give back. It's the opposite of what you would you right. would imagine somebody would want to happen. Right. It's it's mind blowing. Right. I mean, and then you were, you also did good things with it, like. You know, I re- I'd read about where you had a um, a boys and girls club that was going to be their lights were going to be turned off and the kids would have nothing. Right. So you you built up like a golf cart that looked like a fire truck or something. Yeah. And yeah, raffled it. Was pretty it, cool. Right. I, I actually after we finished it, I was like, oh, I want to keep this. Maybe I'll just <laughs> buy it. Yeah. Right. But then yeah. you, you you raised up the money to right. pay their back bill. Right. Well, this coming what? from the kid who used to chase fire trucks on the bike. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Uh, we all thought we were firemen growing up. So, you know, you gave me a fire truck opportunity, but yes. yeah, we raffled it off and, uh, you know, I have to give credit to the Rensselaer police because they basically took it to their camps. Each one would rotate. Yep. And, uh, between them, I think I raised like a thousand dollars. They raised like $4,000. Right. But it, so, it, it essentially paid off the boys and girls club right. back bill. And some lady got a beautiful fire truck for five bucks. For five bucks, awesome. yeah. right? Yeah. And then, and then any leftover money you gave donated, right. obviously. Yeah. And then, and then, did you then put solar on the boys and girls club so they didn't uh, we have? We actually built it remotely because my office is maybe two hundred yards from the boys club. 
Okay. Um, so we built the product on my land, and we powered their meters. Um, oh, good. Just to make sure they never had an electric bill again. I wanted them to join the not paying National Grid Club. There you go. And uh, <laughs> until they until they destroyed right. that. They they are recently because they're you know the like I mentioned earlier we bought all the land that our farms were on between here and Buffalo. Um, so there was over three million in land. The fact that the judge let this company get seized for a a construction loan is just crazy to me. And that's why you know I don't understand why we're on our fourth judge. Right. The one who put me into receivership on Christmas Eve, and, and I'd love for you guys to fact check this because maybe someone knows, but she put me in the receivership and immediately reclused herself. And then there was two other judges. As soon as I asked questions, they immediately reclused themselves. And so now we're on the final judge who just ignores me. Okay. So I have I have two people's names here, and you maybe you can fill me in here. Sure. So I just – so – we're just on the same page. This 2018 whistleblower guy comes in. You're found not guilty. You know, you're found everything's on the up and up. We are good. Your books right. are good. Immediately, Key Bank, who was a major holder in, in this, decides, hey, we're not doing business with you anymore. They owe you money, but they're not. They're Correct. not paying on it. And, and they're saying you owe, because of the partnership, it's like you kind of owe each other money. Correct. Right. So who is Leslie Jones? Oh, hashtag Leslie Jones. Um, she just decided that we were solar and industry was a Ponzi scheme, and thus she would never let us do business as normal. So if I wanted to sell you a residential system, I had to go to Leslie and ask for her she permission. So who and, uh, who exactly who exactly is she? Like, what's her position and who is she? Uh, you know, I never met her before that group was called to my board office because we were dealing with the separate side of KeyBank. We actually just finished a commercial that we filmed, which I can send you guys. It's it's unbelievable. And we were due to do a ribbon cutting at the SUNY campus to promote solar and to promote education and college programs. Um, so the people that popped into my board office were, you know, it might as well have been French because uh, I didn't know any of them. Mm -hmm. uh, and they flew in from everywhere. Uh, one of my employees happens to be their pilot. So uh, <laughs> they flew in from everywhere, and they just bombarded us. But, she's, uh, but who is Leslie? She's the key bank. She's like a vice she's president like, of something. Everybody's a bank. vice president at the bank. Yeah, uh, she's but, vice president of something. But she's the, the vice president, apparently, of mergers and stealing equations. Or, yeah. <laughs> right, right, but, but how, my point is, is how, like... You know, I'm I'm not a guy that mixes words, right? right. If I if I think you're full of shit, I'm gonna call you out and I'm gonna ask you questions. I love That's it. just how yeah. it is, right? Right. My question being, and I and I don't know this, right? And I know courts are always nicer about it. My question is, I is so. who is she to have this like where where's her education in this to Thank say you. that this is a Ponzi scheme or this this isn't how this works or why where, is she interjecting where, her opinion right, and, in this? And this where, is a where, business. Well, no, and more so, where's the is it a benefit of KeyBank to no longer do business with you? Right. Um, the only in their in their in their way, the way they're doing the, it. The only thing I can come up with is them and the bank that financed my building on Vista uh, had about a fifty, and you know you can fact check me on this. Either it was sixteen billion or fifty nine billion interest in a. 
sounds like a cola uh, energy company out yep. in Buffalo. Okay. Um, so you can Google search this, you know, X Bank invest in, it's not right. Pepsi Cola. Go yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so Leslie, so Leslie uh, I don't think she's smart enough to do this. And if she's out there listening, I apologize. I think somebody was, you know, controlling her like a puppet. So, but she just had enough power to say, nope, we're Correct. good. Well, she had put the, you know, the controller in there and we're paying $25,000 a week. So. Imagine a small business paying all of a sudden you have a hundred thousand dollars a month in a new expense, but you can't operate, and I can't generate business on a normal she basis. Shut down okay, operations. so basically, operations came to a halt. Correct. All right, now who is Dan Scoder or Scholar? Scholar. Scholar. Yeah. <laughs> so when this uh, started happening, we were supplied a list of three uh, CROs. They call them Chief Restructuring Officer which interestingly, they did none, none of that. Uh, but she provided a list, and we had to go and interview them, and we were allowed to hire one. And Dan was the one we interviewed. And part of the reason we hired him was because he had offered 25000 a month. Uh, and we knew we had a course to the end because we were already building the projects that were going to pay KeyBank off. Okay. It took her nine months to approve something we built in two weeks. That okay, so what was his job exactly? Um, he's a restructuring officer, so we initially hired him. Uh, and his very first two weeks, he went to Jamaica. Uh, so he, you know, we have all this in emails. He participated about 10 minutes one day a week, and we were still paying those enormous fees, even while he's in Well, well I, ha I have that. I'll break that down in a second. But so his exact job, like I, you said restructuring, but what exactly, what exactly did he do? Um, he's basically or was he been, supposed to do? He was supposed to come in with ideas on how to generate money and pay KeyBank back that construction loan. Which anyone, which how much was that? Uh, was five million. Five million dollars. Yeah. And you guys were generating how much off of your farms? Like uh, we were generating a day, uh, give or take three hundred and thirty thousand a month. Okay. Uh, in power, so we were generating about four point two million a year in revenue from those solar farms. Right. So one year, but one a year and a half covered what you would ever owe KeyBank. Correct. Okay. Now, so a guy. And this is all facts that people can Google. Oh yeah, no, the, I've I've looked up this guy. Yeah, I, I have I've George I've actually looked this up. And this Dan Scholar guy, yeah. in one year, and I I can actually break it down, but in in, in the year two thousand twenty. He was paid seven hundred and thirty-eight thousand yeah. dollars in in one year in two thousand twenty, and in five months of twenty twenty-one, he was paid three hundred and ninety-three thousand dollars. So in less than eighteen months, he was paid one point one three million dollars by you or by by me by you. Yep, that's that's twenty percent. That's more than twenty percent of what you totally owed Key Bank, and it's also more than twenty percent of what we made each year. So, you know, take away all those solar farms that we had to pay the rent right. to KeyBank on. There's right. just not a gap to pay any person 25000 But yet you we, paid this guy $1.13 million for him because he was kind of, quote-unquote, placed there by KeyBank. Right. And so the main reason, and anyone can Google this in the initial three pages, was that we refused to hire him back because he was fired. Right, um, and we were literally planning a new or a New Year's Eve party with Florida Power and Light that they had saved us. 
Um, we we're going to have a ribbon cutting. And so they had to do this seizure, seizure before we finished the Troy landfill. Because the Troy right. landfill generated, and I'm going to say this out loud, uh, $1.5 million in profit for us, which seriously reduced our debt. And she had also just gotten from the emails, you can tell, uh, 300000 from Florida Power and Light. Right. And um, how much had you had scheduled in, in upcoming projects? Uh, we had two years worth of work, and Nextera had already bought $35 million worth, which is all contracts. So there, Maybe he had there, money your, to pay off your the debt to KeyBank was, was pennies on the dollar compared it, to what we were exactly. doing. Compared to what you were doing. Okay, so can, can you clarify? I'm just staying with this Dan Schooler guy for a minute. So month one, he gets paid 27000 Now, you were supposed to be $25,000? Yes. That that's how it was. It was supposed to be but, a blanket. Somebody had to pay for the, he had a high-priced sports car outside that we were renting, uh, you know, like the top of the line. But 25 grand a month, right? But that was like a, that was like a, whatever. If you you agreed to that 25,000 a month, that's a lot less than 1.13 million, right? So, so uh, January of 2020, he gets $27,000. February, he gets 101,000. How is that? Was he getting a percentage? Um, I think in that particular case, he was billing for the previous year where he took over on Christmas Eve. So he submitted invoices for 2018, 2019. But I'm not sure why he paid himself this. Um, Like if you, so if I don't work for a company today, or, you know, I didn't work for a company two years ago, why am I getting paid for it if I just get hired today? Right. But you know, so so eight so, days of one calendar year. But and he but paid he, but himself he, for the whole year. No, no, for two years prior. That's insane. So, but here's my thing: he went twenty-seven thousand, one hundred one thousand, seventy thousand, eighty-one thousand, fifty-eight thousand, fifty-three thousand, sixty thousand, ninety-four thousand, fifty-three thousand, sixty thousand, eighty-one thousand. I'm in that the was wrong every line month. of work. Right, that's what I'm I saying. Be I'm a like receiver. these. We're yeah. talking about people's yearly salaries here. Right. Monthly. monthly, but but why? What I'm what I'm asking. He doesn't even do his job. No, no, no. But one my my more important thing I'm asking is why did it fluctuate? What exactly? Why would it fluctuate like that? Like people would twenty seven thousand one hundred and one. I mean, to me, I'm looking. I'm like, that's not right. right. Especially if you had a contract you signed with the gentleman for twenty five thousand dollars. Now, see, so we initially fired him for not coming to work. Um, so my CEO, myself, and uh, Mark Fobert, who's the co-founder, uh, we initially terminated his contract, and we brought in another group uh, to represent us. But the amount of collusion that was coming out of Leslie Jones' office, uh, and this is all traceable because we created the emails to end the CRO. Uh, even the CRO agreed and was emailing back that you know, we were on the home stretch to finalization. Uh, to where that same CRO who wrote those emails agreeing with us came in after meeting with Leslie and says, the only way we can do this is if you guys retire immediately. So he wanted guys that have been building solar for 12 years. We're on our final project, which is 2.6 megawatts. It's a big one. Yeah. And, uh, and they're saying, take out everybody with experience and allow us in uh, who have no experience. Basically, get out of the right. way. And we're going to just... The amount of collusion... Now, was there a, were they offering you guys a payout? No, they like, just wanted us to get out. Uh, and the nice thing is... I not only <laughs> but, but here's it, the thing. You started it. There has to be some sort of payment to you. Now, here, a question. You're not a publicly traded company. No. You're privately owned. Correct. Yet outsiders are telling you, hey, you got to go. 
Right. Who are you to tell it? me where right. I got to go? And right. we, we had built it, but, you know, I think more importantly, it allowed them free access to destroy the contracts, which uh, they did. We had contracts to power the entire city of Albany. Uh, I don't know if most folks know this, but the city of Troy has like a negative $6,000 electric bill. Uh, wow. The entire city. Um, so, you know, we can do this. And the naysayers, I just encourage them to go online and look at the course doc- or look at the court documents because the truth is there, what the judge didn't hide. He refused to allow the financials that were competed. It would be nice if we could somehow get the audio. Uh, but um, they refused to let us buy the company back. I mean, 59 minutes before we were due to present the $5 million, the judge sent a text saying he didn't realize how far apart everybody was and he was refusing the settlement hearing. So as you sit right now, what was Key Bank saying you owed and what were you guys saying you owed? Um, well, there's millions missing. Uh, they claim they were going to an account in Georgia. Now, this is state and federal incentives that were missing. Um, so I provided what I called Miracle on Three Landfill Lane, which just took all those incentives and laid them out for Leslie and said, where are they? Um, right. Why is this money missing? It would have made a substantial dent in our uh, debt. And she met with me twice. She found like a million dollars. Then she claimed she had some secret account that she was keeping in case I needed to make payroll. And I'm like, well, where are you every week when I'm, you know, my sales reps were doing phenomenal. They were generating like 40, 50,000 a week in new sales. Um, which allowed us to cover payroll, but not, she was almost refusing it. She was sweeping our accounts, which I submitted the bank documents to the judge and he hit them. But they're just me sending the bank statements to the court saying, look, the money was here in this contract. It shows paid, but it's not over here. It's not being reflected in the amount that we owe key. So when the judge said we were so far apart, that one out. It just blew me away. I'm like, you know how long I worked to bring this investor to the table? And even though we can't get access to the real numbers, he agrees to pay the bank off and get rid of them and fight them later. Okay, yeah. So we're, we're, we're skipping yeah. a step here, right? Sure. So so you get this. You get this guy in here. He's supposed to be doing you know whatever he's doing for $1.13 million. But you're at a standstill, right? Like there's, there's a discrepancy, and now it's going to go to court. Right now, no. it gets, it's it's no. in court. It's supposed, no. to, go it's to, supposed court. to go to court. It's not, yeah, well, no, well, no. Now, now you're fighting Key Bank, being right. So right. now we just wanted to pay him at that point. You just wanted to pay it off and be done with him. Like, hey, listen, we realize, I no longer want to be yeah. anywhere near partners with you or whatever with right. you. I just yeah, want to be out. But make but sure they won't you're let not you pay it. with that energy bill. Bill, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, and you have transparency is key here on your side. You showed us the emails that you sent to Leslie stating. I want to terminate this business contract with you as, as soon as possible. What do I owe you? Right. You and you got no answers. They don't, they won't, you know what the judge said? I showed him that I've been asking, asking, asking. Um, and he said, there's no requirement. That's only for consumer law. So me as a business, I don't deserve to know what I owe the bank. Only if I am. How do you get out from under your debt? Right. Well, it's all out there. Or do there. they want I you in debt? I would love for people uh, to. Are you not still a consumer? 
in the I, aspect I, of I, you're getting money from this that's company. That's what I was arguing, and you know, I'm a rookie. Is, is I'm there a Google lawyer? Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, no, the I judge, hear you. The okay, judge took right. my lawyer on Christmas. Well, Eve, I was just so. gonna, I was just gonna get to that. Now, I read, I read an article where you had a lawyer, but they, correct, either they, they refused to, they, they, their claim was you refused to pay them forty thousand dollars. Right. And now, what would be the now? Obviously, not for nothing. If I go and hire Highland as my lawyer, and I don't feel he's 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 representing me properly, I'm not going to pay him. I'm going to fire right. him. Why so, would I pay him forty thousand dollars if he's not representing me? Right. So again, you know, I didn't trust these people, so I was recording everything. Um, so I went to Matt Wagoneer because uh, I met one of his associates at like one of these business meetings where you meet other people and swap cards. And let's throw this out there too. In New York State, to record a conversation, as long as one party, party is knows, aware, is aware, it's completely legal. Correct. Uh, so I actually did um, recordings from his office, telling him he wasn't doing anything that he promised me. Now keep in mind, he had consumed like seventy grand from me, and the only paper they had submitted to the court at that point said that they represented me. And I wanted subpoenas. I wanted the information from the uh, the accounting firm out in uh, Pittsburgh. Well, of course you do, because you're gonna you're gonna want if you're gonna try to have your day in court, you're gonna want your ducks in a row. Right, exactly. You're not gonna want to go in there and be like, "Hey, uh, I built this company. Key Bank owes me money, uh, but they say I owe them money, but yet you won't tell me how much money I owe you, so I can just buy you out." Correct. So the lawyer. Um, he just wasn't doing his job, and you know I almost had to force him to request a list that we could uh, subpoena people that we could uh, I forget dictate where or not dictate where they come into a deposition. Right. Um, so I had to force him to do that, and then when the judge canceled the settlement meeting, that meant that they weren't going to get a portion of the company. So my lawyers were getting a portion of the company from the investor. Uh, but once he turned down our meeting, our settlement meeting, they're like, oh, well, we're not getting, you know, I think they were getting like 5% each. Uh, but they, you know, they knew from day one how much money I had because the company, you know, all the assets were being consumed by the receiver. Um, and they went into it promising to be gorillas and, you know, to get to the bottom of all this. And like I said, in you know, seven months, they submitted one paper. Um, so you know, my thought is that they just were gross. They they weren't doing anything, and I'd love to send you those tapes where I'm sitting at his desk, filming a message to him because there was absolutely no one. Okay, and uh, it's a gross negligence. Yeah. Absolutely. So at, at this point, this would be a good time. You you have like a website that you're showing, right? Like you have a website where people can go mm -hmm. on your website and yes. follow this where it has the videos and such yes. on, right? Now, what what exactly is the website? Um, it's basically my name. It's Stephen, uh, not dash. slash, but dash, dash Irby.com. Okay. No, I'm just I'm going to put it yeah. on the bottom of our screen. There'll be more coming up there. Like uh, I audio taped a Zoom call where we had an investor that was uh, controlling a $2 billion fund. And you can hear over the course of an hour KeyBank refuses to tell us how much the debt is. Well, they, schooler. Yeah, yeah correct. Schooler yeah. Does, yeah. And they, they change it. It goes from uh, 20 million or 17 million to 12 million to 4 million to 2 million I over the course of one challenge. conversation. Yeah. And he refused to. And I kept saying, well, we just, Al wants to send an, uh, an accountant in, a just third party. Us. Right. To just, document. So basically, what KeyBank. So what KeyBank. 
is saying is like, nope, we're your, we're your partner in this. We're your investor in this. And you said, no, I'm going to, Highland's going to invest with me now. Right. No, he's not, he's not approved. Not he's credible. not good enough. Not he's not credible. credible. Even right. though, so you had a, you had a jetliner investor, right? Correct. So people that in, in, invest in jetliners that have that show that they have the capital behind them. That wasn't a good enough investor to retake your own company. Correct. And you'll hear he's on the tape. His name is Al Jones, a very reputable investor, I believe out of Connecticut. Um, but you'll hear he's the only one on the tape that makes sense. He's telling the receiver, is this abnormal that I want to send an accounting firm in to review the book so I know what I'm buying? Right. Like, and, I want to know. I want to know. Yeah. I'm like, hey, Highland says my company's worth $5 million. Well, I want to know. Right. Before I go and invest that, I'm going to send yeah, Colleen yeah. in there to check the books. Okay, it is worth due $5 diligence. Million. Yeah. yeah, you want to make sure that you know. And they refuse that. Oh, you'll hear it on the tapes that they just said, and they do this to Al, and I'm not sure why. They said bring us an incredible or a credible investor. So the fact that he's controlling a two billion dollar account, they um, that's not credible enough. I reckon not. You know, it's just it's, Jesus. Now you look at it this way: if um. Highland and I have a t-shirt shop and I go to Key Bank and I go to them for a business loan and an audit somebody some I have a whistleblower they do an audit I come out clean as a whistle Key Bank has the right to say you know what I don't want to do business with you but then you terminate the contract and then move on done. Done. and you right. go find somebody else to back you and they fund the projects that I had already built so. right you know, I think the old law saying is if you go halfway over the bridge they're supposed to pay you for going halfway um, yeah. And now well, I went all the way over the bridge and what my I, systems what, were built. What I see happening here is like the t-shirt business has a very limited income. Yours is exponential. There's Correct. no telling how much money you can make in the long term. So rather than do business with you, ah, we're just screw you. We're taking your right. business. Okay. Well, what doesn't Correct. make sense is they didn't, they dismantled it. Like that's what I don't But understand. they don't they owe me 700 or 600K a month. Right. Uh, so, ha- so year, I'm sorry. where's the collusion with KeyBank and your monopoly power providers? Right. So, so at this, yeah, no, I hear you. So at this moment right now, what's left of your company? You know, I don't know because they refuse to let us have access. So most people can Google that court number and they can see what he's This sold. is the docket. Number right. that I have? Correct. Okay. So they can see on a monthly basis why he says he deserved 100K in that month. Okay. So if somebody goes to the court docket, and I'm just yeah, they can. doing the bottom of the screen. There's a court docket on the bottom of the screen. If you look up that court docket number, that lists out right. what's going on currently. In the- they filed over 400 motions, um, which is crazy to me. But read the ones that say status report because that's the receiver saying his monthly status report. And, you know, I bet he says... No um, change. 100,000. No change. He 80,000. <laughs> he yeah. keeps claiming mismanagement is his number one thing that he claims. Yet we had built something that was unique to New York State. And we were employing people. We were educating. Um, and we had a model that worked until they became involved. And until... Ke- so you guys were like a rocket ship just flying. And then the day that KeyBank bought up a smaller bank that you had a contract with, everything just flattened. To some degree, they allowed us to continue building after they consumed the bank. And we had indirectly taught them how to finance solar. 
uh, prior to that, they key bank told us no a hundred times because they were our primary banker. <laughs> so we had brought the idea from California when we were going the solar shows out there, um, and we had brought the sale leaseback model here. Um, and you know they basically put one together and they brought it in front of us and we started doing projects. It was literally we were supplying Key Bank four to six solar farms a month, so they were a regular source of high dollar paychecks to us. Is is this correct or incorrect that they were taking people from your company? A hundred percent, they were. Yeah. Okay. And they so basically, them. why pay you when we can just do it ourselves now? Right. And they bribed them after they put me into this you know, noose, if you will. Um, you know, I got questioned for buying a Christmas tree at Christmas. Um, you know, I got a haircut and they questioned me even though, you know, so they had recruited people from the office and they were bribing them with gift cards. So now there's moles all over your own office. Correct. And we were literally, because we knew what KeyBank was doing, we were whispering in one office so they couldn't hear through the walls. But we also knew there was an end in sight because next era came to town and they brought these huge contracts which had like a 30% margin. And we were showing Key this, that these, you know, Florida Power and Light wants these farms. Uh, they wouldn't have invested all that time and energy and they ended up buying two, uh, which would have paid Key Bank off, but instead, you know, we went to receivership. Jesus. So it's so corrupt and I just can't believe the judge know. doesn't see yeah, it. Yeah, I'm it's, like trying to wrap my right. head around this, the whole thing. So this I did, a, when this does finally conclude, this is a movie to be made. I've already, okay. I, listen, I Without wrote to Aaron Brockovich. I, never gotten a, <laughs> I have yeah. never got a response, a but movie. I did. Like, but, it is a movie. You know, I'm just amazed because it's like they're, they're outlaws that are above the law. So, well, no, we're different kind of outlaws. We're outlaws is, that fight is, the law. Right. Well, you know, <laughs> but, the they're, uh, no. they're definitely doing bad things. So, you know, I grew up in a rough neighborhood and why I want to return that to those neighborhoods. Um, but if we did this in my neighborhood, we'd all be wearing bracelets. Yeah. You know, yeah. if I walked in the key bank and stole 2.7 million, right. I, I'd be, right. know, FBI would be all over me. And, you know, so I've been out there looking for a retired FBI agent to come in Somebody. and just... An, um, oh, just we're, 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 he we're heading that way. Exa th uh, this is exactly where I was going anyway. Yeah. At this point right now, just in general, what what is your hope? What is your hope for? Like, what, you know, what do you hope for your company to accomplish? Like, if, if this got in front of a judge and they really heard it out and it was a, and it was true blue right down to the thing, what is, what is your hope? What's your hope for? Well, you know, I'm hoping that there's, because you got to be, you got to fight them with their own kind. I'm hoping that there's a lawyer out there that cares about what we're doing to this planet and looking for a legacy, not a payout. Right. And what can we do to, you know, power the boys clubs? What can we do to, you know, train kids in this, you know, let's be leaders in, instead of following. Right? You know, we always talk about how China's in the lead. Why aren't we in the lead? We right. know how to do it. What what but, blows my mind, and and I'll, we'll put politics aside right now. This yeah. we're we're very you know the 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 far left there really is trying to get away from conventional right mm -hmm. conventional right. Uh, energy. Why would they not pick something up like this? Well, you know what I mean. Like we're so your 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 ultimate your ultimate goal is kind of to gain somebody to to see this. Take it in, read all the documents, see what it's about, 
and get your company back, right? Or just at or, this point, I'd be happy with their opinion. Right. Like, hey, yeah. professional. Hey, listen, opinion, I, you I'm, know? you know, right, right. You're emotional about it. You're tied to it. You love it. It's your heart. So maybe you're not seeing with clear eyes, but if somebody else can come in, a exactly. third party, and look at it and go, hey, no, you're right here. You're it's, not wrong. It's science and math. And, right. And, you know, they can't deny that the sun coming up. And if it doesn't come up, yeah, we're all screwed anyways. Yeah. You know, yeah. At that point. You know, lightheartedly early on, you made reference to um, you're powering what is now a, a weed factory. Yes. Marijuana factory. Now, mar- look at marijuana as as a industry now. The government fought it, fought it, fought it for so long until the, until what? They bought into it. Right. Because they knew there was money to be made. Right. They were missing all that tax revenue. Why right. would they not do the same? Right. Because here we were Somebody's bringing, you know, like I had mentioned the $4.2 million that Monolith made and we had to pay the bills with. Uh, the school districts were making 30% of that. So they were making somewhere in the neighborhood of one5 um, a school district was correct uh, now of our annual revenue because it right. was split in the thirds. Well, you know third what that does for customers? education, right. for athletics, for arts. Right. That's that's stuff. If you know, if I know I got a million dollars coming in, I can, I can enrich the kids with all these different things like art right. projects we couldn't afford or athletics that we didn't have equipment for. Correct. That's 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 a subsidized. Well, I, I actually keep that. There you go. I was hoping they were going to teach them solar. Um, I hear you. But the trickle-down effect is huge. Yeah. Right into the community, to jobs, to um, lower taxes or not raising taxes. Right. You know, it's it's mind-blowing. Instead, it trickled down to one guy who, you know, there's a lot of irony in this story. He bought a house right next to my new place uh, for like $750,000. And, you know, I'm here looking for an FBI agent, but two FBI agents bought my house. Uh, there's just so many coincidences that are just happening I don't here. Know that no, so, but you know, it's just uh, I'm, my question is why isn't the New York State Attorney General looking at this? There was coercion. Right, this was a statewide a company up. that yeah. that that was helping so many people. Um, what do you do with yourself now? Besides, uh, besides, go crazy over this. Well, thing. you know, the crazy part was they attacked in December, just before COVID. So I had spent three months in seclusion trying to find investors. And, you know, I'm in my garage back to the original office. And then all of a sudden COVID hit and the whole world joined me. So I was like, what the hell's going on here? Right. Um, so during COVID, I spent a lot of time researching law. And, you know, I'm going to take the LSAT and go to law school, uh, not to be a lawyer, but to fight people like this. Um, but the, you know, my mental state has been crazy because I've been blessed in my lifetime to have two careers that I loved. I got to drive trains at 110 miles an hour and nobody could pull you over. Um, <laughs> and I love building things, you know. So building solar to me was a challenge. And how quick can we build it? How can we measure the productions? And, you know, we were incorporating new technology like online monitoring and, you know, motion cameras and, you know, we were was putting, good at it. Yeah. So to me, that was exciting. So, you know, for now, it's just a weird time for me because I've always been doing something I was so excited about. Right. Um, so I've been in limbo and, uh, now, I mean, on, on the, at the, obviously, right. The, the be all end all. If you win, do you want your company back or do you just want like, Hey, it's going to move on and you're going to, 
you, you know, is there a financial thing you're looking for at the end of it? I mean, I'm sure you're owed money, and I'm sure you're kind of bleeding money trying to fight it to a point. Right. Like, I pretty much bled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what so I mean? But like CSI would be circling my body. Right yeah. yeah. Chalk line. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. But like ultimately what, you know, where, I'd what's like the ideal get, finish? For I'd this? like to get the logo back and our corporate headquarters because we can rebuild what they destroyed. You know, we'll need the, the cooperation of New York state to allow us to re-implement those contracts and, you know, start employing people again because they not only are not employing people, they destroyed, they illegally broke a union contract based on false information. And I encourage people to go online and look at that because, you know, I've always been a union supporter growing up on the railroad, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the wind off for me was the only way you get promoted as a union electrician is to go back to school. So these guys were going to, you know, go from Glenmont Job Corps to where they could demand four hundred and fifty dollars on a on a holiday to right. come to your house because they're a licensed electrician and you know so to me it was about you know how do we expand that knowledge and you know anyone out there I don't mean to discredit licensed electricians right but it's a study that once you master it it's it's in it's in you and these kids could have developed careers and so I'd like to see that come back. And I'd like the logo back. We, you know, we spent a lot of time building that brand. Right, you can, you can, right, you can rise from the ashes, right? Correct. Okay. He could, if anybody yeah, could. yeah. Like if, if, as long as you get the name back and the logo, you can, you can find investors again, right. and you can restart. One question I do have is, what happened to all the, the, the properties you had prior to the Key Bank acquisition? So there was uh, give or take three hundred acres between here and Buffalo. Um, you know, people can probably educate me when they search that case file, how much he sold. Um, but I know he's selling it at a fraction of what I paid. And if anybody's owns land right now, you know, it's skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but more importantly, these lots were developed for growth. So, you know, we were supp- <laughs> the, kids the kids across the, the street are, are having playing. a great touchdown game over there. Yeah. Something. Yeah. It is a beautiful day and we're picking up the kids outside. But um, yeah, the, you know, we had, acreage right all the way out to uh you know buffalo new york and so the communities haven't been getting paid so they're not paying the property taxes they're not employing the so we had local farmers who would mow it um, right and they pay us 25 dollars an acre um for mowing it and you know they're just not taking care of it so you know farmers are amazing guys um you know they'll borrow everything on your property but they'll put it back clean right and uh so they took care of a lot of our farms and you know key bank hasn't paid anyone since they took so they care. haven't been paid and them, right. them they're those farms are sitting out there and they're selling some of them yeah um they're being vandalized as well because there's no, no leadership Right, There's nobody taking ownership. So, so now, no, do they really, still operate though? Yeah, all except for um, you know we built for the Department of Transportation just when they attacked, yeah, and they never got turned on. So, if anyone lives in Nanuet, New York, you've probably seen that 600 kW farm built. Uh, it was right at the exit, and now they've taken it down because the receiver never turned it on. And all they had to do was turn it on, and turn it, was, it on, and it would have been generating money for the community. For the Department of Transportation. Um, they just Why would they not want this figured out? Right, and they didn't want us to pass. Well, so, so <laughs> I, I want to point out to to all of our 
you know, watchers, listeners, it's not just Steve Irby's bank account that's being hurt here. It is communities all over the state that are su- now suffering because right. of this. Like, why wouldn't the municipalities band together and, and try and get this back? You know, um, that would have been the idea, but they took my entire team. Um, and this is so massive. There's, you know, thousands of customers, um, you know, but they took everyone. So we couldn't say, okay, go hit everyone with a, a mass email. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, the very beginning, you'll hear on the tapes, if they listen to you know, all of these tapes, uh, they accused me of not being able to raise $200,000 because it was a holiday weekend. Um, I worked all weekend. I raised like $1.2 million. And I did that by calling my existing customers and offering them an early buyout. Uh, so residentials, we used to have a $99 a month program where we would install on your roof and you paid just like you were paying National Grid, but you paid us. At the end of five years, you owned it. Um, so we just called all those residentials, said, hey, you know, we'll give you a 30% discount if you pay now. Right. Um, so we not only raised the money to pay KeyBank, we had extra. So every time they put up a hurdle, you jumped it and they went, nope, that's not the hurdle. I'm going to put a bigger one. Exactly. Then you jump it. Nope, I need a bigger one. And then when, when you got, when they knew there was no hurdle you couldn't climb, that nah, we're not talking anymore. Right. Exactly. Then and communication stopped. So, you know, I thought the, the blatantness, and this is all in the emails and on the court documents, was we brought, and not the receiver brought, we brought Florida Power and Light to the table or Next Era Energy. Uh, as the parent company is known. Uh, and they took nine months to approve it. Now, you know Florida Power and Light's got plenty of lawyers. Um, right. So they sent an entire team up here to check out the financials, check out where we were, and they wrote $35 million worth of contracts. Um, and, you know, <laughs> this is the authority on solar. These guys are number one. If you Google number one solar company in the world, you come up with them. And but their Bank, lawyers didn't want to help you? You can hear it on the calls. KeyBank won't give up the lien releases. So they put lien releases on all of my so they're just, future projects. But you're not gaining anything bro, right. from it. Do you know what I'm saying? And, like, and let's say $35 million is seven times the amount owed to KeyBank. Right, right. <laughs> seven times. And you know, my, 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 qu- my mind rapid. isn't wrapping around like, why do I not just want my money? Right? Because you think it's somebody bigger behind? Like, like what, what's the deal? Well, right, right. That's, like, that's wh- where, where is the kink in the line? Right. Like, there's got to be. Wait till I share the commercial with you. It's you know, it's just blatant. Um, you know how one side of the company had no idea that the other side was attacking me. Yeah. Uh, one right. side's ready to go cut ribbons, and the other side's like, "You're done. Here's we're, the we're taking you in down your in your back." Yeah. yeah. And now you're using the the you know, metaphor for with hurdles. Now the federal government has put out a hurdle to you where it's not a, it's not a 440 meter race. There's no end to this race and there's no last hurdle because they won't give you your, they won't give you your day in court. Exactly. And, and, and and ultimately that's the ultimate, right? Give me my day in court. Let all this come out and let's, let's, let's see what's true. What's not true. There's another problem. What's the other problem? Money for an attorney anymore. Right. right. No, okay. okay. All right. Find so, find so right. Let's. So then let. Okay. So then let's use our platform right now that you're talking on. Right. Um, maybe this is the time. We're in 63 countries. We got 13,000 plus listeners. I know that's not 
a million, but that's awesome. Let let's mm-hmm. utilize the the platform right now. What what would you like to have happen? Like, would we, you like a lawyer to come on and just would love take that. it or pro bono or would love that? In fact, there's a law out there that if you, as a lawyer, it's mostly lawyers who do this, but if they go searching for misappropriated government funds on government funded projects, they get to keep what was misappropriated. So in this case, we're talking, you know, the last year of audited financials or reviewed financials was 2017. The company had 60 million or close to 60 million, 56 million in assets from here to Buffalo. And we had over 40 million in annual revenue. I can tell you where there's 1.13 misappropriated right <laughs> off the bat. Yeah. And I mean, and, I, and, and that was on the low end because I just always, I, I, I lowered it. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it was 81,500, I just went 81,000. 80, right. yeah. You know what I mean? So it was around there. But man, okay, so you'd like a lawyer to come in. An investigative reporter. And, or an investigative reporter. Yeah. Why would you not? If you're, if you're a. If you're a filmmaker, if you're a local TV app creator or whatever. Somebody this, wants to do a film, right? Somebody right. wants to do a film. This is something you, you, you grab your hands into because how does this happen? And and the local person should be shook right now because if they can do this, what if I can build a business up, what's to stop somebody from just, right. just cutting my legs it. out from under me and going, hey, it's mine now? You know, I always thought our judicial system worked and – it is so broken that, you know, I get it. I can complain right now, but what about the person that they come in and accuse of a crime? What if they had actually maneuvered the things and you're, you're powerless right. under our current system. If you're not a lawyer, um, you are powerless. Right. And, and you've, you've never been, uh, they've never accused you of misappropriating you personally misappropriating funds. Yes, you've never been did. charged. Well they, well, they accused me of buying too many cookies. I sent 12 families on, it wasn't Make-A-Wish, it's called uh, Bacon Memories for Kids. And the Yankees had cooked all the cookies that year, and I bought $100,000 worth of cookies. And every one of my customers got them. They're amazing cookies. So you you gave back to your customers, and that was taboo. That's that's the only claim they have in court documents. Too many cookies. cookies. That's pretty weak. And, yeah. you know, they, I, I tell you, I like to sing a lot. So uh, a temp employee who I didn't even hire or interview or nothing that was, you know, hired by other people. I was singing the lyrics to an old rap song that I knew from the 80s. Uh, so in court documents, it, it claims that I threatened his life by singing him a rap song. <laughs> and uh, so uh, that's actually and how would in you know? court records. It's just crazy. And he was a temp employee. He didn't even know my last name. Yeah, and I'm threatening his life. Yeah, I'd like to see. Uh, I'd like to see any his uh, financials for well, you know right. that Mar- time frame Mar- to see how much money went money? to his account. Yeah. Miraculously, yeah. we have it on tape, that. and it talks about him getting a huge job over on Exchange Street in Albany. There you go. Yep, he got a big old raise, and he just graduated. Uh, I don't mean to diss my alumni, but I'm a Siena grad. Yeah, he had just graduated Siena, and he's in a high-paying accounting position uh, immediately. Yeah. Yeah, no paying your dues there. Yeah, and uh, so <laughs> we have the, the audio tapes, and yeah. uh, you know I am trying to figure out how to put their picture on there when they're talking, um, but we did send most of them out to be transcribed and notarized that 
they are people Who on they them. Are, yeah. yeah, yeah. And when I submitted that to the court showing that they committed perjury on their original documents and here's them saying it in their own voice, uh, he responded with three words, and I'd love for your listeners to explain it to me, but it says, you've been warned. The federal judge said that. And that's all from that same court docket? Yes. Okay. Everything's on there. You know, there's... You've been warned. What? What? What's your warning? Don't talk about a threat. Don't, yeah. don't, don't come to me with evidence. this. You, don't you, bring audio You're done. Tapes. You're done. Yeah. We're good. Right. There's no more. No so more. if you've no got evidence. a picture of him holding the gun, we don't want to see it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What I don't understand is why you couldn't get it back to the state court. It's a state issue. Well, you know, a lot of lawyers tell me things in hindsight, but it was Christmas Eve, you know? Yeah. So I... You know, I love Christmas. I'm like a kid at Christmas. I buy myself presents sometimes. <laughs> so I can open it. Yeah. And they just ruined it. You yeah. Know? So I went from, and I wish I could go back to that naive state. I went from walking into a room and believing everybody was good. Yeah, yeah. Um, to where, you know, the most slippery people are wearing ties. And they are above the law. You know? And they're above science. They're above math. Right. They, they just non-question. They make their own and and, and ultimately, like when this when this all shakes out, what you're really saying is, hey, I'm compassionate about what I believe in. Give that, me give me impartial eyes and tell me if I'm lying. Agreed. 100%. Just tell me if I'm lying. Here's the evidence. Here's all mine. They can have theirs. Right. Just here, look at it. Be impartial and tell me if I'm lying. Yep. How I, I spent too much money on cookies, a hundred thousand dollars, for a company that was worth sixty million at the time. Correct. What are we talking about here? Yep, to, that's to their send claim. kids with cancer to Disney World. Yeah. yeah. To support. And we got right. to yes. meet all these kids. I mean, I was a tear jerked. You yeah. know, the kid's five years old and, and has no future. And we're showing up with a fire truck, a police truck, and we videotaped right. everything. So your heart's and, in the uh, right place, your money's in the right place, but you crossed KeyBank. I never I, knew KeyBank was that powerful. I don't know. If they, maybe they thought I was eating the and, Leslie Jones. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can go to and the, the the total opposite end of that is now we're you're doing all you're doing such good charitable stuff, but at the other end of the day, we're going to take all your finances, freeze everything, and you still got to pay bills monthly. Correct. That the court is telling you you have to pay. Correct. So we lost. Uh, we started this investigation with over 150 employees. Uh, mostly, you know, probably 50 in the office and 100 in the field. Right. Um, they all lost their jobs immediately. It was just instant extinction. And I don't, I don't and think the ask is on too an much. Accusation. Right. right. Just to yeah. ask. Just, just somebody here, look. Here's a simple ask. Hey, look at it. But ultimately, I don't think what you're asking of a judge to ultimately do is say, hey, give me my name and give me my 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 building. He refused to let my me office, pay. My office, right? That's that. what you said. And my yeah, office yeah. and my name, well, and I can rebuild it. Right. That's the all you want. The credibility. Because you, because because your name isn't. You don't have. You don't even have a title to your name right now, right? No, the monolith nothing. solar or whatever. No, no uh, they threatened to arrest me if I enter any of the properties. You know, and it's wow. You know, it was crazy to imagine for me. That's why I thought they could never do it. They were threatening, but I'm like, you know, we have a a light right here. We're going to pay you off. Um, 72 of my customers just had to sign a document saying that I was selling their systems to uh, Sunlight General, a company right here local. Yeah. Um, they refused to issue the, the lien releases uh, to free up those projects, and they were doing it at such a slow pace. Um, but 
72 signatures I could have paid him. And the judge said, no, it was up to the receiver who I fired as to whether I could go collect those But they those brought the same guy back on. Key bank. So Bro, you fired the guy, Key Bank hired him. Yes. Correct. To, I fired yeah, him for the, How is that? I just don't work. understand, yeah. man. Like, I, I don't... Maybe yeah. that's where those increases... And the judge, saw, yeah. the judge saw no impartiality in that. And that was the federal judge. Right. Correct. So I asked the judge, how many times has this receiver appeared before you? Because two weeks that I paid for, he was in uh, receivership court in Utica. And I just asked the judge, was he in your court for two weeks? Do you know him? And no response. That so that's have, out there. That People can. Right. Well, this was well how dare end. you challenge me is what the judge is thinking, right. right? But, like, ultimately, this is things you need to know. Right. Well, I submitted an emergency order of protection, which, you know, I'm Google lawyering on Christmas Eve. Yeah. He took, I mean, you can see. I don't want you to accidentally hang yourself. He, he took it to, <laughs> uh, he took it months and months to apply, but everything the receiver submits is approved within 30 minutes. I mean, if he submits it at 11, he gets it by 1 p.m. So or noon. How dare you weed through my bullshit right. and call and, me on it. <laughs> and so, yeah. uh, you know, people read that document. It says, the, and it not only says it, it shows copies of the contract with NextEra, uh, with Florida Power and Light. And... You know, the judge uh, basically took forever, months and months. I kept thinking he was going to read it in the same day, go, hey, you guys go back to work. You got a, uh, you know, you got a plan here. Right, it made sense. Hey, yeah. we, we could easily, they could easily pay this off. We got employees that are counting on this right, right. now. Right. Hey, and go back to work. And then, boom, he froze it, and that was it. And then, yeah. and since, it's just been, I that, think that it's a downhill. That, yeah, I think that Stephen never thought it would actually, like, Really I didn't think they down. could like do they this. Right, like right. It's not you feasible. Just, that I what believed in judges. Right, why would you stop right. this at this right. point? Like, when everything could be just taken care of. It was just going to go away eventually Correct. because it should But, happen. you know, I don't know his reasoning. Why did he warn me to not submit audio tape? Now, is there a way you can request a different judge? I went to the clerk's office. So this was funny. On the very first night they did this, I made it over to the county clerk's office before they closed, or the federal court. And they showed me how to get on the computer. And I actually was notified by the Albany Business Review. That's how I received notice that I was in receivership. No one ever served me. On Christmas Eve. Um, so I went over to the... Now, office. is that a law they have to serve you? At, at some point. Um, but they, they never served you. Only when I complained, uh, the receiver texted me and said, <laughs> you can come get your personal stuff out of the office. Uh, you know, let me know when you're doing it. Uh, so out of anger, I typed, we haven't even been served. And, and then, uh, oh, well, hold on. Yeah. I'll serve you now then. And, How's that uh, work? So, you know, I went to the, the federal court and yep. the clerks there, I was reviewing and they're not allowed to help you, but... I think they felt guilty that kind I kind of point you. Yeah, they're like, oh, we know you printed this, but we really thought you meant to print this and this and this, and you should take a look at these. But anyone who ever looks at court documents, it's, you know, case law history. It's things you can't understand. Right. They, they don't write English. Right. And so she told me in 28 years that she's been working as clerk, she has never seen anything like this. And I would love for somebody to subpoena her, but apparently I just, I just don't understand how you can't get an appeal for another judge to look at what that judge is refusing Maybe to move on. Maybe a lawyer. Can tell me a lawyer. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So, Again, I mean, ultimately, yeah. that's the ultimate goal but is they, to get an, another set of right. eyes on this. Yes. The clerks took a, and I didn't ask them to do this. 
she went around and collected money because apparently it's like 10 cents a copy. And I printed you know, probably 600 pages. She collected money. It didn't cost me a penny. Wow. Wow. So that shows you right. what they're doing. That's what happens when humans got a good heart. And and right. you, know? you know, and exactly. maybe hopefully at the end of this, that's where, like you said, you believe in the good in people. Maybe that's where this comes out because your lawyer, hopefully eventually you get a lawyer that's going to subpoena all these people. Right. Former employees, anybody. And maybe somebody's going to have the guts enough to stand up and say, hey, Key Bank came to me right. and said this. Yeah, right. a whistleblower going the other way. Right. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And that's Maybe. that's what it there is no reverse need. whistleblower protection, which I find interesting. Right. You know, there's all kinds of protection if you're the whistleblower. But if you're being corrupt as a whistleblower, there's no reverse protection. You know, right, like, like hey, there's I no was, witness protection for that. Uh, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So wow, that's you know, we just uh, you know they went from a company that had two years of history. Uh, we were obviously expanding beyond my growth. So if anyone knows Pitney Bowes, uh, our our CEO was had sold P- Pitney Bowes for like four hundred million. So we recruited, or sorry, recruited him intentionally to take us to the next level. Right. And my job was to go build education. Um, right. So you you were branching out to build education. Correct. Okay. So I right. was retiring from the company when they did this, and. Uh, you know, so you just, you understand my you understand this question when I say this thing. So people are probably going, well, if he was retiring from the company, why does he care? Well, you care because you built it. It was my baby. Yeah. yeah. Right. And you and know, just because it was so even though I was wrong. retiring, right. we were going to do other things with that land. And you know, I have an idea in my head still that we were ready to launch the button through a collaboration with a Buffalo, New York uh, energy supplier. Um, and we were about to push the button on 5,000 new customers. Um, but the biggest trick there is delivering. And I've come up with a method still in my head. But Yeah, uh, don't, don't let that out. Uh, no, it's still there. <laughs> but that method is going to allow us to deliver power so much more efficiently and so quick. And, uh, and we don't need any fossil fuels for it. Oh, good. Yeah. You know, so once you, this is like an easy bake oven. Once you set it up, it's set it and forget it. No human interaction besides monitoring. Right. Yeah. No, that's, that's good. So ultimately, you know, I mean, this has been a wild ride. I, you know, oh, I, and there's a lot we skipped. And, yeah. Uh, and there's, and, there's, and there's so more, much. obviously, yeah. you know, in, in the, so much an hour and a half yeah. time we did. Um, but, you know, hopefully what we get you out of this is maybe a lawyer that comes out and says, Hey, yeah, we want to take this on. Let us look at it. Let a fresh pair of eyes look at it. Maybe there's a, you can file a motion that immediately has to get you seen or it has right. to be looked at. Um, or even an accountant. Or an accountant. At or this point. An accounting firm or an accountant or investigator. Uh, somebody, again, somebody Somebody's that's making a movie. willing to. To, yeah. to tackle. To tackle. It's a huge right. tackle. You know? you know, you mentioned the movie part, and this was probably a big mistake I made. Um the village of Hoosick Falls gave us uh, you know, some really big projects, and it was our first big project, so I wanted to return the favor, and I knew nothing of, and I don't even want to say the four-digit acronym that right. goes on most of our pans. Um, I didn't know this, that that was such a big industry, and I rolled probably 50 vans to the village of Hoosick Falls to hand out pamphlets that we would buy them a Culligan system. Yep. Because, you know, it wasn't a coincidence that all the people on the same street had the same type of cancer. 
And so we were rolling bands, and that was probably a big mistake because that's a huge industry. Right. And, uh, and I didn't know it. I thought it was the local plant had just ruined the, the cricks and the yeah. water supplies. Yeah. Going back to Aaron Brockovich. So I, yes. thought, I thought I was just battling a little local company. And, you know, we raised uh, on this is where people can look on GoFundMe. We raised 25 grand for new wells and for uh, Culligan filters. Uh, 20 of that came from me, but there was five grand and a lot of people didn't want their name on it. So they would mail me cash and just say, I appreciate what you're doing. Put this in the GoFundMe. So basically a water filtration system. Correct. We were buying them Culligan systems because, uh, you know, because he's a good guy. They didn't yeah. want. They didn't want the horse's head. I really don't want pillow. you to accidentally hang yourself. Well, I don't want to say those four digits yeah. or four letters because yeah. it's a huge industry. And in hindsight, I should have never taken them on. Um, but yeah, we were disrupting. We were doing something that isn't the way we have always done it. Yeah, uh, that's what. Well, we I mean, love. is is yeah. that the ultimate crime? You got too big. That might be the ultimate like theme of this whole thing. Is you're you're doing something out of the norm, and people are. Right. Afraid of it, you're afraid of the unknown, afraid of what what could be. But again, you know, we're here through cooperation. Yeah, you know, we could just go to bed tonight, and that's it. That's yeah, it. You know, yeah. And we're here a short time, so I encourage everybody to you know do what they're passionate about, and uh, hopefully, don't meet people like we met you know here. Right, and, lessons uh, to be learned. But you know, there's so much more. That, you know, I personally think they violated RICO. Uh, because of the amount of collusion, the diversion of federal fundings, the use of uh, tax credits. Oh, it's a whole. Um, there's listen. so many laws. They, they claim there's three for RICO. I think we got a dozen. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. A, it's organized crime of a different of a different variety. Yeah, yeah uh, the money variety. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right, so uh, I got I put the court docket back across the bottom of the screen. If anybody wants to take a look at that court docket, it's on our screen now. Um, for, uh, for audio version, for audio version, it is court docket number one, colon 19 CV one, five, six, two. And in New York, it's uh March 3rd new it's N dot D dot N Y March 3rd, 2021, which stands for Northern district, district federal court in New York, right? Yes. Uh, um, so that's, that's the docket number. It's on the bottom of our screen for our, our live viewers. Um, also, um, I am going to put up, uh, that's Steve's, oh, that's Steve's name. <laughs> that is Steve's, uh, website where you can go on steveirby.com and it has a lot more information on there. Okay. Correct. Yes. Um, and you know, and one interesting gone. tidbit I wanted to tell you, the judge that's listening to this case, uh, graduated from law school in like 1959 or 1954. So do the math. He's close to 100, closer to 100 than he is 90. Right. Yeah. Um, and so he's deciding on what our country needs going forward. Um, no. You know, 100 he's, years old, they, they don't believe in solar. That's not our car target market. Um, so well, just interesting. This guy doesn't. Sure. Yeah. All right, so I mean, we tackled as much as we probably can in a little yeah. podcast. Um, well, you know, we'd, we'd love to come back. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, listen, I'd love, I'd love to have you back Absolutely. with it, with a, you know, when you got your company back, okay, and you got your name back, and you got your office back, because I, I, 
like I said, I, I don't I don't shoot I don't I, I don't I don't shoot crooked. I shoot from the hip. If you're bullshit, and I I'll call you on it. But I love it. I feel I feel your energy, and I know you believe in what you you're saying, and I don't feel you're leading anybody down a wrong path. So right. it it was a great it was a great hour and a half here, and you know I I hope I hope you battle and I hope you win. And I hope you have us back. Thanks so <laughs> yeah. much for having us. If yeah. you can look like just look at it from the human perspective. Um, Again, your energy, uh, your drive for this whole project, and just the average human wanting to see, you know, right and wrong. I mean, this is wrong, and this has to be fixed. So hopefully your day in court comes soon. Hopefully, and we can get the attorney general to look at some of these crimes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And we need an attorney, so. Yeah, we'll get there. Um, Go ahead, Winnie. Bring us home, buddy. All right. For GMAC and Colleen and Steve, this has been the Outlaw Blitz Podcast. And as always, take a deep.